Welcome back to another episode of Two Average Husbands. I'm your host, Jake. I'm your host, Kyle. Welcome back, everybody. We have a guest today. Jake, do you want to introduce him or do you want to introduce yourself, my good sir? He's been on the pod before. He replaced <laughs> Kyle for an episode when Kyle was too cool to hang out with us. It's yeah. my brother, Logan. Logan, yeah. how are you doing this evening? I'm doing pretty good. And this time, I'm 21, so now I can actually drink with you. <laughs> you oh my God, I, didn't, I, I, I swear I was today years old when I realized you were that young. He yeah. was born in 2001. The last Holy one I was shit. drinking, I was drinking some sort of like latte just cuz I couldn't legally drink. <laughs> My god, I did not know that. Yep. Good to know. <laughs> well, Welcome to the world of 21. Anybody Happy late birthday. Anybody who is hanging out in the chat today, I do have a new microphone that Kyle seems to be complaining about, even though everybody else I've talked to says it sounds better. Um, so let me know if you think the audio sounds any different or I'm going to put a jar like over that. my mic, and I think that's what you sound like. <laughs> I think this is what a microphone is supposed to sound like, and it's a mm. condenser microphone, thus focusing the audio a little bit more clearly. So you actually just hear my audio now. Uncle Kyle says it sounds better. Get fucked, Kyle. I don't care if a hundred people tell me that it sounds better. I think it sounds okay, worse. We're at a 50, 50 split for Kyle's. Let's get over it. <laughs> yeah, that boy. might be the funniest thing you've said all night, Logan. All right. So as always, we are drinking something special. Logan, since you are the guest, why don't you start off by telling us what you're drinking tonight? I am drinking an untitled arts, uh, malted milk ball pastry stout, which I now have to pour into my glass. Tiny bit muffled. I told you it sounds muffled. It, I don't think it sounds muffled. Anyway. This is what a condenser okay. microphone sounds like. I am going to start off with a beer that I'm probably going to hate, and I'm going to drink it anyway to be a part of the cool kids crowd, and it'll hopefully not be as bad as I think. But I'm going to drink the Pineapple Party Crasher, which is a pineapple sour. That um, sounds delicious to me. And it is from Paperback Room. Looks like uh, this. I am drinking Energy City Brewing's Bistro Blueberry Pancakes, which is a flavored Berliner style vice beer. I poured this like shit. Did you pour it hard? Uh, no, I tried not to, but I... Oh, well, yeah, you're supposed to pour beer hard, by the way. The Twitch chat is much faster. That's good to know, Uncle Kyle. I'll keep that in mind. Good to know. So, anybody, if you didn't know, we are streaming on our Twitter page at... The number two AVG husbands. We are on our YouTube channel as well as on Twitch under two average husbands. You can find us on multiple platforms moving forward. But guys, how are we feeling? Week two of football went pretty good. I had some very good fantasy weeks. Kyle kicked your ass. Expected. Somehow expected. Jake has fleeced his way into this ridiculous dynasty roster that's never going to fucking lose. And I just. I'm about to. I, I'm seriously considering leaving that league next year because of how tilted it is now. You are not allowed to leave yeah. that league. You I, don't have a choice. I'm thinking about. It. You see, Kyle, and I'm like, yeah, my roster's pretty good. And then I look at Jake every week, and I'm like, holy. Yeah, fuck. it's stupid. It's stupid. You guys fuck. forget how fucking bad this exact, basically this exact roster was last year. I yeah. squeaked into the playoffs and then won in the like my playoff streak Dude, went hot. No. I, I could go on an entire topic about how annoying you were last year about how we needed a median because I'm losing and I shouldn't. And then you fucking make it into the playoffs and win the league. Big shocker I because your roster was good last year too. into the fucking playoffs. I think that was because of injury. To be entirely fair, I also did throw a game so that AJ could make playoffs. Wow. I didn't really I throw. I just, I should have put in players that I didn't. <laughs> yeah. And then... Um, I remember specifically the trade that pissed me off the most last year was when you got DeAndre Swift because I had been trying to trade for Swift for a couple of weeks because he had him on the block and mm -hmm. I sent like ridiculous offers and then all of a sudden you send some dog shit fucking puke offer. He wanted like, Judy. He wanted yep. Jerry Judy. I was so fucking mad. The best part about that was... Let's not... Let's just ignore the fact though that I had... Tr I traded Logan, Elijah Moore, and Amon Ross St. Brown for Zach Moss. And Tylen Wallace and something else. Yeah. And then Amon Ross St. Brown is now Jesus incarnate, so... He is, he is really fucking Johnson. good at football. The sun god is actually a god, so, I mean... I switched glasses for the first time ever. Ooh. And I went with my Mason's glass. I'm using my uh, absolutely destroyed Demon Slayer glass because someone threw it in the dishwasher and it wasn't supposed to be. I'm using the same glasses that I always use. Because I bought a four-pack. Um, while we're on the topic of shitty trades, by the way, what I was going to talk to you guys right before we started streaming the episode was I saw a trade go through and it's a work league where a guy only joined because he wanted to be like social with the rest of us. Yeah. And he like admittedly didn't know very much. And he was like, I'm just here to have some fun. Right. 
some guy, I overheard him the other day at work say, I want to trade for you and I want to get Dalvin Cook from you. And I was like, I already can smell the this is gonna be bad. trade abuse, you know? Yeah, this is... Trade goes through this morning. OJ Howard and Ezekiel Elliott for Dalvin Cook. And I was like, fucking I can't veto any harder. I mean, and I know I Jake hates trade vetoes. I do hate trade vetoes. That is a terrible trade. And you're just taking adva- advantage of a player that doesn't know what the fuck they're doing. Yeah, terrible trade. I don't know. I yeah. I, I mean, it could be worse, right? Like Zeke is not. It's not exactly like Zeke or Dalvin are lighting the world on fire right now. Dalvin can. Zeke will not. Yeah, it, no. T- Tony Pollard has completely overtaken him. It's definitely like a possible part. thing. You're also talking about a first round running back for a fifth round running back or fourth or fifth depending on your league. But and OJ Howard doesn't even fucking matter. Like he's just a throw in. Yeah, I mean, like yeah, you're going I mean, first round pick for fifth. Like, he literally just had one good week because he got what a touchdown. <laughs> yeah, and like yeah. three line, receptions. Yeah. It's embarrassing. I was so yeah. mad. I but, saw the guy today that took the trade, and I was like, "You know, you got fleeced, right?" And he's like, "I have no idea what I'm doing." And I was like, "He won't be cut. They have too much of a fucking what's money his, wrapped up in him." Now, now I'm curious what his dead cap is. Actually, it's a lot. It's Still, like twenty two million dollars. I think it's through the next two years. I could be wrong. It might just be through next um, year. It's a lot. Uh, no, if they cut him next year, it's only uh, about a $12 million dead cap. It's a lot of fucking money. It's really not that bad. You take 12, if you keep him, you pay him, se- the hit's 17. Or. It's um, savings. It's not great savings. but he's worth a, Amari Cooper's worth a fifth. Fucking trade him for a seventh. <laughs> oh, God, dude. I was so mad when that trade went through, too. Uh, yeah. But I get that it. But again, if you're trying to trade a big contract, like you're not going to get as much in return. Just yeah, which works. Jerry Jones loves throwing around big contracts. Anyway, we don't have to spend all day on this. Uh, just yeah. a quick little NFL intro. Uncle Kyle, Cowboys did get lucky. I completely agree. And we can move on. Jake, who's going first? It's you make Logan. Logan go first? We okay. make the guests go first around here. We do usually do that. Got to break them in. All right. I, I've got a topic, and I've got two answers for my own topic. So wh- okay. what is your biggest pet peeve in public? Okay, and, that's a good so, one. So I've got two. I've got one for the gym and I've got one for restaurants. Okay. My biggest gym pet peeve is when people are just sitting on a bench for like 10, 15 minutes and I walk over and I'm like, hey, can I use the bench? And they're like, no, I've got three sets left. I'm like, you haven't You haven't done three sets since you got here. You haven't touched a weight in 10 minutes. And then they proceed to not touch a weight for another five to 10 minutes. That shit drives me insane. Yeah. It depends on how busy the gym is. Like, if it was a full-packed gym, I'd be pretty fucking annoyed by that. But if yeah. it was, like, somebody's going to get up in the next 10 minutes, I'd probably just get over it. Because I've seen places, too, where, like, I swear some people are just telling their wives they're going to the gym and, like, they really don't want to work out. So they just go and sit there, like, on a machine and just sit on their phone the whole time. I see that shit all the time, or at least I used to. I mean, I've talked about it before <laughs> on here, but I've literally, like, seen people run into the gym, take a selfie, and leave. Like, that. Yeah. yeah. I think some people really do just use it as an excuse sometimes, but... Yeah, that one's tough. One of the bigger pet peeves for me is people who uh, are in public and they're talking on speakerphone. Yep, 100%. Oh, That's where I was going. Or not not even necessarily speakerphone, but like talking with AirPods in and they're just oh, walking. That, that, that doesn't bother me. I don't but care. It's, do that all but, you want. But the people who do that, like I swear they don't comprehend how receptive the microphone on AirPods are. So they're still shouting. So they're on the phone and they're like, yeah, I can't believe what he did. And I'm like, hey, maybe maybe we don't maybe we don't scream this in H and M. Like, dude, maybe and people we bring this love to spill their drama on speakerphone too. Yeah, they do not care. They're like that yeah. motherfucking bitch. She I, came in my fucking house. And like, she spit on my kids. Like, they're just fucking freaking out. And you're just like, whoa! I didn't want to know any of this. Still works retail. <clears throat> I every day I have someone on like that walks up to the counter with a FaceTime conversation going. And I just hear the juiciest fucking tea that I have no involvement in. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and like you have like no recollection. It's sometimes it's entertaining. I, I will admit, but for the most part, it just drives me crazy. Um, yeah, I, that was where I was gonna go. So I have to try to think of something else now because speakerphone is is probably my biggest one. I was just complaining about it the other day. I it oh, just I've got so many pet peeves. I can I can I keep too. going so you can think. People yeah. who chew with their fucking <clears throat> mouth open. Yeah. My biggest thing is. People who have been in a drive-thru line for five to ten minutes get to the, like, order place, 
and still have no fucking idea what they want. That oh, one yeah. is fucking annoying. That too. one that pisses me off That's too. Really Je- Jess does like, that shit. I'm like, we've we've known that we were going to this restaurant for uh-huh. 20 minutes. And or you're like, like Logan said, you're sitting in the line, yeah. And you've been staring at the fucking menu. How do you not know? Yeah, that's also, just frustrating. It also, like, if you've been to the restaurant a hundred times and you, Jess doesn't do this, but I've been around people who get the same exact fucking thing every single time and still take five minutes to order. Yeah. Like, no, you don't need to look at the menu. You're getting the fajitas. You're getting double steak and chicken. You're getting extra beans on the side, and you're going to get Dr. Pepper to drink. I know what your fucking order is. I always get you the know fajitas. What, what would you recommend? And then they go on a long list of recommendations, and they're like, I'll take the fajitas. I'll get the fajitas. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, we yeah, had this one lady too. who would like ask that question, uh, and then she would still come into the restaurant that I worked at, and she would order the fish tacos with every ingredient on a separate plate. Oh, I would, I would strangle her. Yeah, well, she took well, so. Okay, well. Is there one redeeming Some quality? people are really fucking weird about that. I've got this fucking gnat flying around my room. I thought I, could I was going to ask that. I'm, Carly and I are synced up in the brain right now. What do you guys think about when and what she's asking is like, you order your food, you go to the drive-thru, yeah. they hand it to you. What do you think about looking in the bag and like making sure everything's there before you pull away? That's fine. I've been I'm, doing... Yeah, I'm fine with it. It annoys me personally when Jess does it and mm-hmm. I'm in the I'm in the passenger seat. Pass, passenger, passenger seat. Passenger seat. It annoys me, but that's just because like my brain is constantly on go. Like, let's get out of here. I don't want to be sitting here. Yeah. But also, like, I'm fine with it. You, especially if you like know it's a restaurant that fucks up your order, or you have a super complicated order. Like yeah. for me, I just say my, I want my shit plain. And most Dude. restaurants are pretty good about that. But like, if you're See? like double pickles minus the onion, but add mayo, like. It doesn't matter. Fast caring. food, man. And like, I'm not shitting on fast food workers, but they have a like, they're spitting out like shit constantly, right? And so, like, it's so easy for them to fuck up. And yeah. it's not a big deal. Like, right? Like, usually you can spot correct it, and it's, it's really not a big fucking deal, right? Yeah. But it happens all the time, even with simple orders, right? But we had a friend, and the reason she asked this is because we literally, uh, we were all drunk one night, and Carly was the only sober one and drove us through a Taco Bell drive through. And she's sitting there, and she's like getting food for four people. So she's like making sure all the food's there, right? And she's about to, like, uh, probably getting right to the end of making sure everything's there, getting ready to pull away. And like this dude that we know was in the back seat and was like, you need to move, go. This is how people get shot. And we were like, what the, the fuck? fuck are you talking about? And he was like, so adamant that, that like people get so angry about that, that they would literally shoot you over it. And he's like, I swear I saw it on the internet one time. Somebody got shot in a drive through because of this I was like, yeah, maybe one time out of like, yeah, there's how many interactions in a drive through People also got fucking <laughs> flattened at Walmart on black Friday one time. And mm-hmm. I'm not, not going to Walmart on black Friday. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was, we've, no, we've I, made fun of that person ever since. Yeah, because I'm fi- of that. It's, I'm fine with it. I don't, it was I don't so think fucking that's, funny. Yeah, I don't think that's that big of a deal. A lot more recently, because so uh, my boyfriend is really particular about like his food, and every fucking time we go somewhere, his order's fucked up. It's just completely <laughs> wrong. And it's the simplest shit. I had to walk into a McDonald's five times because they couldn't make a double hamburger ketchup only. They kept putting cheese on it, or they give them a normal fucking McDouble. I was losing my mind. <laughs> you just reminded me of a really good fast food story, but I don't need to take too much time with it. Long story short, uh, this person ordered like a, like some sort of a modification to a cheeseburger at McDonald's, mm-hmm. and they brought out literally like the only thing that was in the wrapper was the two buns. <laughs> and I think maybe there was like cheese on it, like cheese between buns. And yeah, like, or you you ordered like a McDouble fuck? cheese only. Where's my burger? Only? Right. Yeah. And. The lady was like, people come in here and order that all the time. It's like, who would do that? Who orders, it's Who's coming to McDonald's like a, to order a grilled cheese? Come on. It's, but Are that's not dogs? even what it is, right? Like, it's just, I, I don't know. We were all dying, like, sitting there watching. It was, yeah. it's a longer story than that, but it was pretty fucking funny to watch it <laughs> unfold. Um, another pet peeve of mine is people who, um, like, smoke in public and have no wherewithal of, like, where they're blowing their smoke. So they'll go stand next to the door, yeah. and they'll just fucking... They're blowing smoke on every fucking person who walks out. That's just an, yeah. a little annoying. And then yeah. people who also... people If you smoke, like if you don't take care of your cigarette butts. Yeah, that's an annoying one for sure. Yeah, take care of your shit. Throwing it out the window some for some... Like that bothers me, obviously, too. Like yeah. just, I don't care if it's yeah. going to fucking... It's definitely not fucking biodegradable, so don't try to fucking run me yeah. up that alley. But either way, like, it's just fucking irritating to see people do that. Also, like, just get a fucking water bottle, leave a little bit of water in it, and just drop the thing in there. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have any irrational pet peeves, like, that you know is irrational? 
Like you shouldn't oh, be mad I'm sure. about it. Yeah. Oh, I I know mine immediately. People who order excessive fucking coffee orders. I want a half calf, half milk, half so, half soy milk, like that shit. I because I work at a Target, so I go to the Starbucks a pretty decent amount just to get like refills and water and shit. So I hear those orders, and it makes me want to murder people. <laughs> it's just the most ridiculous shit. It's a drink. Who fucking cares? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mine is like, and I've never understood why this bothers me, but I hate it. When you're like sitting in a parking lot or like at a stoplight, and somebody opens their door and dumps their like drink out onto the street, oh. I hate it. Oh, I've done it, and I don't know why. I do that because it doesn't fucking matter. Like, it yeah, truly doesn't matter at all. And I'm just like, why are you doing that, you fucking shitbag? How do you feel <laughs> like, about people getting out of their car in the drive-through and taking a piss? Oh my god, dude! What? I just think it was hilarious. Did you not hear that episode, Logan? When I went to when I went to Kyle's area to visit him, the person behind we went to I we got in at like two a.m. ish, yeah. maybe three. Yeah. And we went to Jack in the Box to get food, and this girl in the car behind us literally just like gets out, open her door, and just take like just starts pissing, squats and pisses right there in the drive-through. It's impressive. You're in Arizona, right? California now. Oh, cool. I'm never visiting. Oh, Logan, fuck, we're visiting. We're in going two, there in two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, it was, it was hilarious. It was a great introduction to the area. That, yeah, that sounds like California though. I don't know if oh, I have any other good ones. I. Something that pisses me off is when people park their car like it's an expensive car. Yeah. And it's a piece of, like, your souped up Honda Civic does not need to take up two spots. If a, if a yeah. fucking, if a Lamborghini Urus parks all wild, I at least get it. It's a $400,000 car. Yeah. I kind of understand that a little bit. You still think they're a dick, but like it makes a little yeah. bit of sense. But if you're quadruple parking your Honda Civic, you should fucking not drive a car. I, I had a buddy buy a brand new truck and I totally get it. I've never bought a brand new vehicle in my life. So I understand if you make that level of investment, like you're going to be like wanting to take care of it. Totally get it. Right. Mm-hmm. But he would intentionally drive to the very end of any parking lot, no matter how big it was and park there. So people wouldn't park next to him. That's... And it fucking irritated the shit out of me. It's would... not my car. So I don't give a fuck about your car. And I don't want to walk all the way yeah. across the fucking parking lot. I would park <laughs> next to him because when I see people do that at work, I park next to them. <laughs> yeah, you just it, purposely become an asshole. Yeah, that's an like, irrational pet peeve too. Because like, I totally understand why he does it. Like, I get it. I truly do. Mm-hmm. And if you want to walk that far all the time, sure. But if you have a car with people, <laughs> don't make me fucking walk that far. Drop yeah. me off at the door. I have parked like at the front of my like parking lot for three years now. Never mm-hmm. had any issues. I have one door ding because of a really bad storm and a cart blew across the parking lot into my passenger side. Do you ever oh, watch cart yeah. marks? That, yes, I do. That pisses me the fuck <laughs> off. Just walk your fucking cart to the carousel. Yeah. Dude, I've I talked to... Put I, it over there. Go ahead, Logan. I see people... So, like, how our, how our thing is, is, like, there's the divider, parking spots, uh, cart carousel, more parking spots. Do I've really called it people... a carousel? Yeah, that's what it's yeah, called. It's, it's car... Yeah. Might have, um, have a discussion about this. <laughs> this will be your topic uh <laughs> words that don't make sense um but then or cart corral i think it is also but still yeah. and then like yeah i think i think corrals i've seen term. people put it on the other side of the cart corral yeah like oh it people takes that walk more farther effort. away and then like yeah. curb it like what, it takes yeah. more effort to do that than just to put it where it fucking belongs <laughs> yeah yeah 100 yeah, percent. i'm never Again, we've talked about this on the episode, too. I'm a relatively non-confrontational person, but I've gotten better at, like, confronting when necessary in life. Right. But Carly and I were walking into a store the other day. Like, uh, I think we are going to the UPS, and some fucking guy just, like, curbed it. And, like, I th- I'm pretty sure he curbed it. Maybe he just set it in the fucking middle or, or, like, just left it. I can't remember exactly what the situation was, but Carly was just like, really? And I was like, oh, shit, it's on. Because the guy could instantly got pissed. And he goes, yeah, really? And he was, like, so fucking... Dev- it's like, put your fucking card away, you dick. There's the what? fucking guy on TikTok that, like, ma- like throws magnets. Yeah, Cartnarks. Cartnarks. Yeah. It's the best. I love, I love that shit. I get lost in Cartnarks for hours sometimes. Same. It's great. Yeah. That shit is hilarious. You know what's something that, this isn't necessarily something in public that pisses me off, but I also get, like, so wrapped up in it, is, like, the, like, YouTube pranksters 
who like oh. go out in public just to be dicks. Yeah. But then like when people like way overreact to them, that pisses me off. So then suddenly I'm on their side. Dude, no, I'm not on the prankster's fucking side ever. If it's like super innocent, like relatively yeah. harmless, sure. But like, if you're like throwing fucking water on people yeah. or doing like stupid shit in grocery stores where people were like smashing the milk jugs, if you yes. remember that thing from a while back. Yeah, like, I do. Fuck you for that. So like this one, this is the last thing I'll say on the topic just because I don't want to take too much time. But like these guys were at a county fair filming people or like just filming themselves basically. And they went up to the counter and wanted to talk to somebody and they told them to come in the room. Oh, I just saw that video. And then they like go into the room because they were told to. And then like they get fucking like... This lady snaps on him yeah. and then, like, lies to the cops and they have it on film, like, everything that happened. I'm like, I was annoyed by you at first, but now I'm suddenly on your side because of that lady. There and was, like, just, a half a second where I started to feel for them and then I was like, nah, fuck them. Like, they put themselves in that situation, so yeah, still fuck them. Yeah, but, but, yeah, the, like, the overreaction from, like, the office staff was pretty hilarious to watch yeah. on that one. I, yeah. I'll agree. That sounds insane. I've I don't know that I really that. offered very much context to this one. I'm sorry. Oh, pet well. peeve wise I, I can't believe carly's not chiming in for me because i like bitch to her about my pet peeves all the time yeah and i agree with uncle kyle he said it a while back like hard like idiot drivers driving the fast lane is an obvious one i hate that shit drives me fucking crazy people um, who don't use their turn signal people that it. are rude to like body drivers service industry people yep that's them. a huge pet peeve of mine yeah. fuck those people spitting their fucking food pull a full-on waiting on them i don't give a fuck like yep. don't be rude about your food from under cheese that's right especially when you can't see like where they're making your food don't be a dick there's a lot of cops that won't go to places where like they can't see their food being made because they're so worried about that of like people putting shit in their food i'm not that paranoid like i think most people are just trying to get through their fucking day yeah carly's right this is another irrational one of mine and i know it's like it's a wire that's disconnected in my brain but if people like crunch really loud, I can't stand yeah. it. We, we've talked about that. I before. cannot stand that sound. And it's, it's not because I like, up. it's not people's fault. And like, I, there's nothing that she can do about it. I tell Carly all the time. She has hollow teeth though, because somehow she crunches louder than anybody else. <laughs> but it's like my, I, I was at work one day and I text her. I do hate slow drivers. That's it's true. Who does uh, I was at work one time though. And this dude pulls out like a bag of fucking baby carrots, like a full on bag. And is sitting there just crunch, 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 fucking carrots. And I t- messaged Carl. I was like, I'm going to fucking lose it. Like, I might oh, have to yeah. leave work. I was going crazy. Bro, I swear I have lost friends from the number of times that I've had to tell them to close their mouth when they're chewing around me. Because I'm like, you were just, it. just close your mouth. You don't need to open your mouth to chew your food. Yeah. I remember you put you your food in there and you... You used to slap Ethan all the time because he was so bad about it. I still will. If he does it, I'll kick him in the dick. <laughs> Uncle Kyle, you hate... You mu- or Kyle, he says, Kyle, I you don't must hate... hate. No, I used to watch those all the time. Just because he crunches. He, I don't feel like Dave, he's that crunchy. He does chew with his mouth open, too. I, he does. I he's kind of a gross that. eater. He is. I have mixed feelings about Dave Portnoy. I think is. I was going to say, I think we also, all do. he's also but, like terrible to women, allegedly. <laughs> Every time I've ever, like, watched a video, I'm like, you're kind of funny, but I know I'd fucking hate you in real life, you know? Like, he's, yeah. like, one of those people. Like, I'll watch a video of yours, but I know you probably wouldn't like you. Uh, but that's okay. I don't mind I, This actually, since we're talking about him, Logan, I'm just going to arbitrarily say that your topic was done because this actually parlays into... It wasn't necessarily the topic that I was going to talk about tonight, but I do think it's a, a good topic to talk about. What are your thoughts on people who have been canceled in some way, shape, or form... Obviously, nobody has stayed canceled forever. Everybody kind of, for the most part, a lot of people have been able to come back. From, like, think about it. If you really think about it, Dave Portnoy has been canceled a bunch of times. He stays Not popular really. forever. He's never really been canceled. I would argue eh. that I would argue he's never been canceled. Have Mostly you, because he has his own media outlet. Have you but. seen that Business Insider article? It doesn't matter. Like, he still has a following. Yeah. Well, like, whether if you're it's, getting canceled, you're like... Whether it's canceled or attempts to be canceled, yeah, a lot okay. of them are able to come back from it, like, PewDiePie, you know, he said the N-word on stream. Morgan Wallen got caught saying the N-word. Like, a lot of these people have had these controversies, but they're able to stay popular. For yourself, are you able to separate, like, separate people's, call it their crimes, their disrespectful actions, things like that for their art? Like, are, are you still able, cause like, I'm, I'm not going to lie. Like there's things about Barstool that I really don't like, but there's pieces of content from Barstool that I do enjoy. 
There's, mm-hmm. I, I, you know, Morgan Wallen's music is still very good. Michael Jackson's music is very good. He obviously had all those allegations for years. Um, in the music scenes, like the the pop punk and the heavy music scene, like there's cancellations all the time. Oh yeah. Like, but like I still, if their song comes on, I still I like enjoy the song and like my <clears throat> brain doesn't immediately go like, oh, this person did bad thing. Like, do you think that's normal or do you think like, do you think we should be harsher on these people who have made these mistakes and, or done these actions or shown their, their true colors, however you want to put it? Like what, what's your thoughts on that? Should we cancel them completely or should they have the right to earn back some of their previous glory? You can go first. I, I think it depends on what they did. Like, it's really hard for me to watch like Kevin Spacey movies. Kevin Spacey, great actor, love his movie. Baby Driver, still one of my favorite movies of all time. But like, just knowing he did that shit to kids, I'm like, yeah. fuck. Yep. Like saying the N word, I'm like, okay, whatever. I fucking have said the N word. Yeah. I don't say it anymore because I've learned that hey, that's hurtful and like fucking demeaning. But I now know yeah. better, and. If it's something that they were doing, like, 5, 10, 15 years ago, I'm a little bit more lenient. But if, like, Morgan Wallen, I don't listen to his music because he was saying that shit, like, two years ago. And, like, that's not okay, personally. But, like, I feel like if it's way in the past, it's a lot easier to look over. Yeah, I don't know, man. This is a tough one. I think cancel culture as a whole is a really tough topic to, like try to figure out because yeah. I, I, like anybody that's like for or against it could probably figure out a situation where they were on the other side of the argument um and i think it's it's really prevalent in politics like you know you see i would say predominantly you will see republicans getting canceled i would say and then every once in a while you'll see like the republicans come up and like try to cancel someone and you're like the it's instant so like bad. the instant finger pointing is kind of hilarious right you know because right. like they're like oh i'm so fu- you're cancel this person there you know but at the same time it's like they're so mad about it when it happens to them and i think this is a tough one and i think i think logan is correct i think there is a certain aspect of circumstance that that probably needs to be taken into consideration uh you know were they like just a fucking kid man that was like grew up in a shitty household white trash taught that saying the n-word was okay like and then as when they grew out of that household, they figured it the fuck out and shut their mouth when they got older and realized like how fucked up that is. Like, yeah, that's a circumstance that's probably forgivable. Um, that being said, like, I think people are like way less. I think people are keyboard warriors when it comes to cancel, cancel culture. Yeah. I think people are very loud online about cancel, 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 yeah. but then they're still going to go out and be hypocrites about it at the end of the day. Like, I, and I think it's more prevalent in business than art. I think you look at, chick-fil-a and hobby lobby and all these other businesses that are like pretty fucked up when it comes to like what their ceos my pillow like these fucking crazy ass ceos right that say stupid shit and then you're still gonna have people that are like preaching cancel culture online that go to hobby lobby and get their crap shit on the weekend you know what i mean like it's yeah you're just i think people are loud about it without really following any action which is why i do think that it's probably pretty easy most of the time for people to recover from it Yeah. yeah it gets you know you're like you have the recency bias of like this just happened fucking <laughs> I'm going to fucking fire off on Facebook. And then like two weeks later, you don't care anymore. Like something yeah. else happened or somebody else said something stupid or wrong. You know, like, I think it's probably pretty easy to, like, to move on, but David Dobrik almost killed his friend and he is doing better than ever. Yeah. yeah it's, he almost killed his friend and they gave him a TV show. <laughs> uh, there was one, there was one that just happened. I'm trying to think of what it was in the, like the bachelor is a good one too. Um, Carly just showed this to me yesterday or maybe this morning she sent me the message but the guy that uh, on The Bachelorette that got engaged to the girl at the end of this, the finale yesterday uh, he like dressed up in blackface like in college and like was Jimi yeah. Hendrix in college and like that's not that fucking long ago and he also was like talking to some other woman like right like he was dating some girl oh. right before he went on The Bachelor <laughs> and so what they did is like straight diversion tactic right they're like we don't want to focus on the blackface thing because that's a hard thing to talk about and it's probably going to have bad like news for our ratings. So scrap the blackface thing and they only focused on the woman that he was talking to. Yeah. Like very intentionally diverted away from the blackface to like, and it's like, man, like, you know, and, but everybody's going to fucking forget about it, dude. Or like, and if you, be- if you don't fucking watch The Bachelorette, yeah. you're never going to even know. You, you, but, you know, I mean, it's, 
And, and here's know. one of my kind of, as you pointed out, like you see it happen in the business world, like Chick-fil-A, Hobby Lobby, I think Michael's, don't quote me on Michael's, but like a bunch of these like Christian owned yeah. or their owners are Christian. Yep. Like if we're being honest here, find me a company that's never done wrong. It's very, yeah. very like a prominent company. Yeah. It's very hard. Like Walmart historically underpaid their workers, you know, they sell products from all over the world, even sweatshops like in, you know, Asian countries. Nike. Yeah. Holy fuck. Nike oh is God, a total yeah. shit show. <laughs> Disney and the entire Disney family like Disney was yeah. like very clearly anti anti-Semitic back in the yeah, day. Not a great guy. Ford, literally Ford, a neo-Nazi. Yeah. Like you can't find a company that isn't cancelable by a lot of people's metrics. Yeah. And I, and I definitely agree to what Logan said earlier. Like it really depends on what you did. Like if you said some offensive shit, I think a lot of people can get over that, you know, yeah. especially just as like, it, it's just proven time and time and again, like people can get away with saying whatever they want and they can mostly work their way back from it. Even yeah. things like blackface to an extent, like, Robert Downey Jr. did a whole movie in blackface. Yeah, that's but it was a parody for people doing blackface. Like, there's that was a point a to that. Yes, though. but that's but even that like could still be considered offensive. Like, yeah. So yeah. it's I, I think no matter what people do, I think it it 100. I think it depends on what the context of the cancelable offense is, and I think a yeah. lot of ways. And even if you say something offensive, like you can retract, like not really retract what you said, but like you can make amends to the best of your abilities. Like nobody's ever gonna forgive you or like you anyway. So what's to say that you can't, like our content, Kyle, every single person who listens to this podcast, not every single one of them is gonna love it. Yeah, like, 100%. It's just that people may straight up hate us. They may hate the way that we sound. They may hate what we talk about. They may hate the name of the podcast, whatever. There's a lot of, yeah, as Carly's saying, like there's if you show an apology and a willingness to learn from your mistakes and show that you, you know, I don't think you should do like like Morgan Wallen was like, I didn't know any better. Like, yeah, you did. It's 2020. Yeah, you fucking you knew, did. Yeah, yeah, you knew what you were saying. But if you're showing that you're wrong and you're apologizing and you're, you know, making amends along the way and you're going out of your way to support to support groups that you may have offended in some way, I think that does say a lot. And I think uh, in general, the internet is too fast to cancel Yeah, yeah. in a lot of situations. Like a lot of people have gotten canceled and then just straight up proven that everything that was said about them was false. Or like, it, it, and there's a lot of people who are like, oh, it actually ended up being way worse than we thought it was. Yeah. So the thing, the thing that bugs me the most about it is like, does it even, it, it, I don't, I can't think of a single situation in the recent, in, in my, in the advent of, since the advent of cancel culture that it actually mattered. Like who has been long-term canceled that it's stuck and actually fucking screwed them over forever with with like, like to the very base level of either their following or their customers or whatever. And the thing that drives me crazy about it too when I think about it is like, and I agree with Carly in that if it's legitimate, they're trying to learn and move on, great. But I feel like more often than not, specifically with celebrities, it's fucking a PA person like coming in and being like, Yo, you need to fucking apologize for this. Yo, like, and maybe, then Morgan Wallen's back behind closed doors, fucking drinking a beer, still saying the N word. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's like, I don't know how much people are actually changing from these experiences. They're just going, oh, shit, I'm going to lose some money if I don't fucking talk about yeah. this. And they try to. Yeah. It's just, it's I hard think, to tell how legitimately, like, apologetic I think, people are. I think some people have been able to show, like, a true level of apology, like, true acceptance of their mistakes. And I think. It, like Carly said, like you can tell from their apology who is speaking from the heart and who is reading a script that got emailed to them. Like, but that's the problem for me is I feel like more often than not, it's so fucking scripting. Like, yeah. I, I think in well, a lot of situations dude, it is. I got to catch the, the end of the episode of the bachelorette last night. Like I just walked in while Carly was finishing it. And the fucking dude sounded like he was reading straight from a rehearsed message about. Oh, hundred percent. Yes, I was talking to this girl, and I uh, was initially not looking for love, and now I like it was I'm like, yeah. come the fuck on, dude. I like, mean, so the people I feel like that are like permanently like they're fucked are the people that come out as like pedophiles, kind of like I talked about Kevin Spacey. Yeah, I don't think yeah. he's actually done anything since that came out. And I know that a movie released like a week Maybe. and a half after that came out and it made like $180 or something. Like it was something horrible. Really? Yeah. It, I guess that's a good it, example. Yeah. It, I, but also I feel like 
you can be a pedophile as long as you're either attractive or young. Because, like, TikTok stars get away with literally being pedophiles yeah. and trying to solicit James Charles, dudes. dude. Yeah. James Charles, fucking, I think his name's Tony Sanchez or something. I don't know. Tony Lopez. But... Tony Lopez. And yeah. his brother did too. Um, but, like, all of them, because they're viral on, like, the kids app of TikTok and not, Ugh. or, like, YouTube, and That's they're not necessarily up, in the, like, pure mainstream, they kind of just, like, get swept under the rug and no one cares. Yeah. It's yeah. the point of, like, people get canceled and then, like, they take two months off of doing whatever they do and then they're right they're back and it's like nothing ever happened it's like yeah the, like the crystalia thing like crystalia did some some pretty fucked up things i think he even said as much as that he did and it's just like everybody didn't acknowledge crystalia crystalia's existence for like six months and then he was right back on podcast right back on tour right back doing shows like yeah do you know the only example that i know of hmm. carly had me watch a documentary the other day and i was just like i don't even know if i care about this but sure i'll watch it did you guys ever know about the, oh God, she might have to try, chime in in the chat and tell me the site. There was the site that was like, like back in MySpace days, like we're talking like early internet popularity days, like 90s, late you, the, early 2000s. The fucking the uh, hunter, guy that was doing yeah. like revenge porn. Yeah, Hunter Miller. Oh. Uh, hunter, I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm blanking on the name of the website now. Uh, I like, I oh knew about God. that website. I like, I didn't. Carly was like, how did you not know about this? And I was like, honestly, this went right over my fucking head. I had no fucking clue. Yeah, I'm I didn't have internet in my house until like eighth grade, so I don't know when this is happening, but... It was... Is Anyone Up? That was the name of the is website. Is Anyone Up? Yeah, yeah, So, like, yeah. I randomly found out about it because I was weird back in the day, and, like, this band that I listened to, they, like... I was just, like, looking for information on this guy's girlfriend because she looked like somebody that I knew. She looked like some... For clarity, she looks like somebody I knew who had a very similar name. So I searched, oh like, insert band's name, lead singer, girlfriend. And, like, that was the first link that popped up on That's Google. That's crazy, yeah. Was, yeah. is anyone up? And it's, like, I very cl- quickly was, like, I don't think this website's here for a good reason. I don't think yeah. it's legal. I, I was, like, I don't think she Turns out they had that. no laws about it against the, at the time. Yeah. There it was, was literally no laws applicable. Yeah. It's crazy. Watching that yeah. documentary was actually pretty interesting. Just watched it too and was like, did you fucking know about this? I was like, yeah. I had no was, fucking clue, dude. I was so out of the loop. Yeah. yeah. And people were like praising it, dude. They were it like was, coming to bat for him. For a long time, it was most prominent in the like scene music. Scene. Bro, that's where I was. And I still had no fucking clue. Yeah, but I also you, didn't have the you internet. clearly weren't like going on Google. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> there was, some, yeah, I mean, there's some like lead singer of another kind of like alternative scene band who was outed as a pedophile and just like completely owned up to it. Like had like even groomed children's mothers to like help him post news. That's like true. That. Carly's so right. Dude, I am a Harry Potter fan for life and JK Rowling is a huge piece of shit. Yeah. Nope. Big I old... fucking hate that entire series now because of her. Big old I love piece Harry of shit. Potter still, but she is a huge piece of shit. Yeah. But that's, but so that's kind of the basis. You see the new of fucking like... book she wrote, by the way. What a I fucking heard it was, piece of shit. I heard it was awful. I didn't, I'm child. not going to read it. No, 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 no. She wrote, like, she literally just published a book, and it's about how, like, this person that's anti-transgender is being, like, persecuted. Oh, in her, fuck like, it's, yourself, it's J.K. Rowling. Like, yeah, it's a fucked up, like, concept. J.K. <laughs> just kidding Rowling out here dropping fucking dog shit books. She's a piece of shit, for sure. But, but yeah. that's kind of my point, though, is, like, I think for a lot of people, like, most people will still, if it's a music artist that gets canceled, they'll still listen to the music. If it's a right, yeah. if it's a book Dude, writer that's what I'm saying. who gets People canceled, they'll man. Yeah, like I think cancel culture, <laughs> one, I think is kind of overblown. Like people are always yeah. like, I'm getting canceled. And it's like, no, you did something fucked up and you're properly yeah, being yeah. called out for it, but it's yeah. really not going to affect your career. Yeah. So just own up to your mistakes, say you fucked up, learn from it and move on. Yeah. But I think there are people who like Kevin Spacey, like, you know, people who do very fucked up things especially to underaged people like there yeah. are people who should be canceled forever but i think a majority of people have proven that you can come back from a cancellation if your yeah. offense isn't deemed you know that bad yeah and if you're remorseful yeah, yeah. it's a, it's a hard thing to fucking gauge though dude the interesting thing about that documentary by the way just to close the loop on that is uh i don't know if anybody did you did either of you guys watch it do you know yeah I'm, okay right. at the very end that guy in court was forbidden from ever being on social media again. That was yep. a part of his sentence. And I was like, that is a crazy precedence to like establish. And I don't think I've ever heard of anything ever like that happening again. Like 
He literally was like, the federal government told him he couldn't ever access social media again. Yeah. Like, how yeah. does that fucking work? I mean, like, I've heard of people being like, especially like hackers or DDoSers or swatters, being like blocked from the internet. Like, if there is an internet line to your house, it gets severed by the federal government. But like, I've never heard of, yeah, you can use the internet, but not social media. Isn't that yeah. crazy? That's... Like, how yeah. how would you enforce, like, I don't know, it's, that, that kind of blew my mind. What do you consider social media? Like, is YouTube social media? Well, dude, I mean, like, seriously, think about it, though. At the time, this is happening literally at, like, the advent of social media. Like, this is very yeah, early this times. this was, like, until, 2014, like, 2015. Is, like, it had when to before went, that, right? But that's when, like, I think that's when he was, like, starting to be charged and everything. Sure, like, but I it think was, he like, went to prison the, in the site started way before oh, that, Oh, right? yeah, and the it's, site like, started in 2010. I think so I, you're, like, looking at, like... I think I looked up his name. I think he went to prison in 2017. I'm looking right now. He got out of prison in 2017. I'm looking at it right now. Oh, okay, yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah. I don't know, maybe I'm, like, misjudging time, but, like, either way, it just seems like... But still, yeah, that's when Facebook was getting popular. A crazy precedence to establish, that's yeah. When, yeah. That was in... Facebook was, like, 2007. But that's what... So maybe I'm, like, misjudging was, time. 2013 was, like, when it really started, like, getting popular. <laughs> Thank you, Uncle Kyle. He yeah, ain't I lying. suppose that's true, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's like, true. what do you, what do you classify as social media yeah, anymore? That's wild. Yeah, it's pretty wild. Like... Yeah. There's so many things that are considered like social media that aren't really like social yeah. media. Are you not allowed to use social networks? Can you not use like? Can you not play fantasy football on Sleeper? LinkedIn. Can, yeah. you, can not you not use, go on LinkedIn? Can't get a job. Can you not use TikTok? Like, oh, I would 100 say that he can't. Yeah, but that's not so. That's that's it's more. It's not really video, social media. It's a video streaming platform. Yeah, I don't know. I'd, I'd call that social media. Do you have to okay. define it as any I'm platform? I'm a boomer. Any I'm a boomer of a millennial generation. Can't any platform where you can't establish a parasocial relationship, like, I don't know. I think that's it's, why it's, but yeah, I, yeah. Logan's, Logan's bringing up of, of David Portnoy or not Logan, really uncle Kyle's bringing up of Dave Portnoy, like really made me think about it. Cause he's been canceled a million fucking times. Yeah. Like canceled. Yeah. Again, key, key word there. But like, the thing is, is like, dude, like amongst his base, like he doesn't give a fuck. And the people that follow him don't give a fuck. Yeah. Like his like true true base oh like, yeah the people that are like i love dave portnoy will yeah. never <laughs> fucking ever like let that guy be canceled like his fan base will never hey, you, stop you, you can't do this because he, he might get aroused well as long as you're not consenting <laughs> but dude he's just like yeah like yeah. I, I don't want to like tie it to a political thing because i think that's the wrong way to go about it with him but that dude yeah. like is gonna he just sold barstool sports right yeah, he's like, and you know what he's gonna do? Yeah, he's gonna move to fucking him. Florida because that did. is his people. And if that tells you nothing else about that man, like that's enough. He, he like, already did move to Florida. Like Florida, he lives, in, he lives in Miami now. I think fucking Florida, man. Like if you, if the Florida people are like your base, okay. <laughs> Anyways, my beer. Uh, gonna give this a solid four and a half. This was delicious. Zero complaints about this beer. Okay. Wait, four and a half out of five or ten? Out of five. Out of we five. had to move to a five scale. Okay. Well, I crushed my can, but uh, this, I'm going to give a four out of five. Pretty I don't want to do this, and I'm angry that I'm doing it. You're giving it a good score. This is like a three, two, five. Yeah, it's pretty it's solid. It's pretty for good. Yeah. For a sour, it wasn't bad. Honestly, it, it tasted pretty decent. I don't think this was particularly sour, which goes into like, I was talking, to the, guy, I was talking to the guy at the brewery, and he's like, sour doesn't mean sour. Yeah. It, it's, yeah. The, it's like a method of, of you know, yeah. It's how, uh, it, yeah, it's like traditionally they add brewing. lactose to the fermentation process and so it doesn't need process, to taste sour. And I don't think yeah. this one does. So it was pretty good. So three, three, two, five. next up for me is Liquid Love Brewings. I drank two of their beers last week. This is a barrel aged Ambrosia Hugs, which is rum barrel aged sour ale with pineapple, orange, cherry, marshmallow, and vanilla. Uh, I have a uh, Stem Ciders Paloma Apple Cider. Which I must admit sounds delicious. Jess and I's anniversary was over the weekend, and we went to a Mexican re Mexican restaurant. And I drank a bunch of Palomas, and it was great. You guys got pictures taken. Yeah, Jess surprised me with that. Actually, it was really cool. I had no idea what was happening, and then Jess was like, "I've got a surprise for you on this day." And I was like, "Okay," and then yeah, we got our pictures taken. Looking what so you fancy. Sorry, I'm trying to find this one so I can read it really quick before I go to my next one. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. I will say, as someone that doesn't like beers, that one, it, like, starts terrible, and then it gets really sweet and really enjoyable at the end. The stouts? 
Yeah. Yeah, it's because you're supposed to hard pour it. Yeah, so that, which yeah. I didn't. But... So at the t- at the like top, I was getting a little bit of head off it, and it was like yeah. really bad. Cra- and... So most beer, if you're gonna not be chugging it, should be hard poured to get a lot of the air out. That's how you, if you're like in go to like a beer tasting, that's how they'll pour the beer. And if you go to like, especially if they're pouring out of a can or a bottle, or if you go to like a beer like competition, that is how the judges pour the beer. It's because it actually gives you like the true essence of the beer and you're not just getting all the carbonation. This is already fucking delicious. (laughs) I'm excited about this one. And I saw it on the shelf and I was immediately drawn to it. And then I told Carly about it and she's like, that sounds disgusting. So I don't know what you guys are going to think, but this one's from Device Brewing Company and it's called Rice Crispy Boy. Ooh. And it's just a rice lager. So I'm, I was a little less excited when I realized why they called it that. But I'm hoping that there's some sense of like sweetness to this and we'll find out. But. See, and that, that was the thing with me. It's like, if it's sweet, I don't think I'd mind it. But just off of hearing rice lager, I want to kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> I taste the like rum right away on this. You can tell this fucker was aged in a rum barrel. Not necessarily saying that's a bad thing either, but... All right, Kyle. All right, Close nerds. this out. What is your topic for I this think, week's episode? So, shout out to Carly. I've been busy with work, and so I always pick my topics at the last minute. Same. And I came home, and she sent me a text with like 30 topics on it. And I was like, these are all good. So, thank you. This is Jess, brilliant. if you're listening, no, I don't step have to do your fucking game up, dog. <laughs> Give me some topics. And the one that I think that is most suited for the guest, because I think it'll be interesting to hear what your guys' differences are. I want to know, what do you think was the best thing about the way that your parents raised you? What was the best thing that your parents did in raising you, like, for you, in the long run, long term? Oh, fuck, I have to think about this. You know, I, I think, I, I'd be very curious to see if your answers are different and, like, how different, like, perspective. I think, I think they'll be very different. I think, for me, it was the fact that they made us be relatively independent. Okay. Like they taught us how to make our own food so they we weren't always reliant on them. Like we packed our lunches for school growing up. We made like we were responsible for our breakfast, except like maybe on the weekends they'd cook, you know, they'd cook breakfast for us. Like if if we didn't like what they were cooking for dinner, it was on us to to find something else to make and eat. Like um when it came to like doing our homework, they would help us if we needed if we really needed help, but like for the most part they really pushed it on us. They, they made sure we knew like they were there for us, but that we were never like having to be reliant on them, which I think made transitioning to adulthood a lot easier for yeah. me because I knew like, I'm going to go get a job. I'm going to work. I've basically worked since I was, you know, 15, 16 years old. I've basically always had a job. I never like, even when I've had to go to my parents for help, it's never been like a, it's never been a gift of money. It's never been a gift of time. It's never been a gift of ever, anything. It's been an exchange. Like yeah. if my parents have ever given me money for any reason, it's always been as a loan. I would always pay them back. I would always, or I would work it off. I would do something, you know, I was, I, yeah. I always earned my keep in the house. And I think that really helped me, like, like I said, transition into adulthood a lot easier. It is fucking wild. When you go to college for the first time and there are people that can't do their own laundry. Uncle Kyle's got his four-year-old doing his own laundry. It is wild when they're like, bro, do you know how to use this thing? And you're like, I don't know how to use a fucking washing machine. Yeah, we did our own laundry. I've been doing my own laundry since I was like six. Yeah. I was going to say, like, literally my initial thought was immediately, boom. They, like, we could fucking do whatever we wanted for the most part. I mean, there were, like, general guidelines, like, be home by the time that the lights came on. Um, Let us know where you're going. Yeah. Uh, Get fucking get your homework done. Get good grades, which Jake and Ethan follow that nearly as much as I did. But <laughs> um, hey, you should see my GPA, my master's degree, dog. I mean, yeah, that's probably. I took good. one class at a time and killed it. I did. That is true. That's very true. Dude, it's fucking master's degrees. Like it's like a false sense of like GPA inflation because like you Hell can focus yeah. so much on a single class. It's great. My own or my thing that my parents did that I didn't realize was so good until I like got much older. And I don't know if actually they did this with Jake or Ethan as much, but I'll be able to tell you. I got taken out anytime that they went anywhere with friends, I got brought along. And I, I mean, they would let me have like my DS or my iPod or whatever I had at the time. 
but for the most part they would have me like be there and i could still be playing those things but i could they wanted me to engage with these people and because of that i mean like i'm still kind of i would say introverted when i go out in public but i can talk to anyone about anything for as long as they want i think i think i always had the option to come out with them but again like they never really forced us to do much like we had to we had chores that we had to do and like we had rules we had to follow but like they never forced us to do anything we didn't want to do and I think a lot of the time too, me being the oldest, it was different for me because like a lot of our parents' friends ended up being like my friends' parents. Yeah. So like everybody would come, everybody would bring their kids to our house, mm-hmm. and then the parents would go out, or the everybody would come to our house for for drinks and call, like they have drinks, play euchre, like they or they play like <laughs> dominoes, poker, like whatever it is. They they'd come to our house to play cards. So then like we would hang out with the kids but there weren't all there weren't often kids that were logan's age so even like yeah. when we'd be hanging out in the basement like logan would be up with the parents like while they're playing cards like I, we, we got to, for better or for worse we got taught how to be bartenders really young. i was gonna like, say that i got i am immaculate at making you want to black now. out have logan make your drink let me tell you see i've got him i've gotten better about making them not taste as strong but still being just as strong <laughs> Yeah, Logan would take whatever we... Logan that sounds like an be, Illinois trait. It is. I've become such a great bartender, admittedly. <laughs> like, I didn't realize for almost a year that the jigger I was using was a shot and a shot and a half instead of a half shot and a shot. And no one could taste alcohol on any of the drinks I made. Nice. It was impressive. Yeah. There's always like that one person in the friend group that's like just really good at mixing things up. There was a guy I went to high school with that was like that, but like it's funny because he started out acting like he was like king shit bartender and he was actually really fucking bad, but then he figured <laughs> it out and got it, got pretty good. But I like to think I'm pretty good at it. I, I've made him enough drinks at this point in my life that I can kind of eyeball everything. But yeah, I think that like kind of to Logan's point too. Like our parents never were the parents who were like oh, we have friends over, get out of here, leave us alone. Like, yeah. And that mm-hmm. made it easier to talk to adults. So like, as I grew up, I've always related more to people who are a little bit older than me because just I'm used to talking to like more mature people sure. as a result. So I think that that's another thing that I think they did that was really great. Oh, I mean, like I was eight years old talking to 45-year-olds about like house shit. Like, just things I had no bearing on, but I thought I had, like, a hint of an idea, so I would talk to them about it. I learned how to do my taxis for my uncle, who was plastered from my drinks at our lake house when I was, like, 11. (laughs) Yeah, shout out Uncle Perry. Yeah. Most fun person ever. Not an actual uncle, dad's best friend that you call uncle. We all know what we're talking about here. At least if you're from the Midwest, you know what we're talking about. Um not necessarily you didn't know that we were talking about him in that sense but you know the family friend that you call like an uncle or this is your aunt whatever we didn't really have that but you, I, I get you it. didn't have it i get you know, it you know but. what we're talking about but yeah i i think like but also having people having us as kids around people who were more mature like we learned a lot about life i think yeah from that like i think we grew up recognizing that life always wasn't going to be fair because yeah. we were always around adults who had like been through some shit. And I think yeah. that really helps you grow as a, as a person who is growing. Like, yeah. yeah. Like when I have kids, I'm going to make sure that they interact with my friends or whoever that ends up being. Like they're not going to sit in their room whenever I have friends over and just play video games all the time, every time on occasion, I'll let them do that. But I'm going to force their ass down there, and they're going to make us drinks. I'm going to be the... Hey, Logan, I'm not having kids. I'll be the fun uncle. You're going to get fucking canceled, bro. (laughs) Fuck it. Oh, my God. I walked into my first grade class, and the teacher went, so what did you guys... Or what did everyone do over uh, New Year's Eve? And I look her dead in the eyes, and I go, I made grasshoppers for my parents and I. (laughs) To be fair, grasshoppers aren't that alcoholic. We, we were allowed we in Iowa. I'm pretty sure it's legal good too. They are delicious. It's been we, a minute. I yeah, haven't had one of those for a we, long time. we grew up like that was our New Year's thing. We would make them every year for New Year's. We did that We'd too, but it was Christmas time. It wasn't New Year's. We did that at Christmas quite a bit when I got a little older. 
Yeah. yeah. As, as uncle Kyle points out, like our parents have been through some shit and like, and they never hid that from us, which I think is also a great thing. Like when times were tough, we knew they were tough. Like, yeah. and yeah. it just helped us appreciate what we had a little bit more and made us realize too, that like what we were going through as a fucking 13 year old, like what you're going through. Yeah. Sorry. That kid at school called you fat. That doesn't matter 25 years from now. Like, there's a lot worse things in life than somebody calling you fat or calling you stupid or making fun of your hair or like shit happens. Like people, people die. People are sick. People are broke. Like I got two things here. One, it did kind of help that like when people would pick on me, I had Ethan directly above me. So when I went into high school, like it, it was kind of an issue in middle school where I would get picked on. But then in high school, I was a freshman and Ethan was a senior and Ethan would beat the shit out of anyone that picked on me. And then, like, Ethan had the same thing with Jake. Yeah. Ethan and, doesn't exist in my brain. So it's yeah. funny when you guys yeah, talk we, about Yeah, we've it. talked about, Kyle and I have talked about this, like, two or three different times in the past, like, two weeks. Where yeah. he's, like, I, he's, he's never met Ethan, so just to him, it's just, like, yeah, you don't want to. Exist he's in the ether. Like, he's just out there. <laughs> There's another um, one of you out there somewhere. <laughs> And the second thing is... Um, People think that about me, by the way. Because my brothers hang out together all the time back home. I went home from my brother's wedding, and they're like, you're the other one! And I was like, that's me! <laughs> yeah, that's me. Uh, another thing that was, like, really important in my, like, development as a kid was the fact that I never... Or, I mean, I now know this, but, like, I didn't have to hide anything. Like, yeah. I could tell my parents... Hey, I'm going to do such and such, and they'd be like, "Okay, just be safe." Sure. Yeah, like, don't be don't be stupid. My chair keeps yeah. like. Call us if lowering. you need us. Honestly, Kyle, I'm not to switch the topic real quick. I bought these new wheels for my chair, and they're great. <laughs> they're like roller skating wheels, but for, I just might need to get a new chair. This for one your officer lowering. chair, but like it's it's crazy how much you move and you don't realize it. Like I'm just, just sitting here. Yeah, they're so much better. Everybody should buy them. Honestly, we don't have a lot of time left, and I haven't given mine though, so I'm going to throw yeah, this out I, real I quick, and I'm going to talk through this. Logan and I have those are some good ones. It, it, and mine's probably not that not that crazy off from you guys, because I think the bit, the best thing that my parents did for me was a work ethic by by far, yeah. like 100. Oh, yeah. And it, and some of it was unintentional, and some of it was intentional, because I grew up piss poor, and I got to see my mom fucking grind for every penny, and she worked her ass off for that, and like she didn't get a lot of time off, she didn't get any, like vacation, like my mom didn't get to do shit, and she worked really fucking hard to keep three kids going. Um, and then my dad, uh, to his credit, my dad worked his butt off. And, like, he's had different priorities throughout his life in terms of where that money was going to go and what he was going to do with it. And that's fine. You know, teach their own. But anyway, he uh, he would work, like, three four jobs, like, at a yeah. time. Like, oh my dad my would God. pick us up because he would get us every, I think it was every weekend when I was, like, really young. And then it changed over time. doesn't matter. Anyway, like, he'd get us on, like, a Friday. And, like, on the way from my mom's house where he, where he picked us up to, like, uh, his house he would have like the trailer on the back and he'd stop and mow people's lawns and like fertilize and shit for people and like did lawn care or he had this like apartment building that he was managing and like he'd stop there and then drive out to his house and it's like he's literally never stopped fucking working right. and so um like whether like i said some of it was intentional like because it when i got a little older they were like same same thing with like what you guys were saying like i wanted something my parents were, like all right mow lawns get a job yeah Deliver papers. Yeah, we we shoveled driveways in the winter. We yeah the lemonade stand. We we did. You remember the board, Jake? The The board, where when we do chores, we would add money to the board. Oh yeah. So when we whenever we like certain chores were worth certain amounts. Mm -hmm. So like if we mowed the lawn, we'd get five bucks. But if we if we folded laundry, we'd get two. Yeah whatever it was so we if we wanted something my parents would be like there's the chore chart figure it out yeah my uh my parents they gave each me and my brother because my oldest brother is like six years older so like we weren't as close to him um but my my other brother and i we he got trash and i got windows so like it was like every other week my mom wanted all the windows in the house cleaned and i think she didn't actually she just wanted something for me to do to like have to do something to earn money you know yeah and my brother took the trash out every week and i think we each got 50 cents for our chores and so i would save up for three weeks 
so I could go buy trolley gummy bears or gummy worms, sour gummy worms at the fucking gas Aww. station up the street. Yep. And I would walk my happy ass up there every three weeks and buy my fucking gummy worms with my allowance from doing the windows. And it was like, it, it was just hilarious like that. And like, I had a paper route. As soon as I turned 14, I got a job. Like, yeah. and I, you know, for better or for worse, like there are things that I sacrificed in order to do that. Like I never did sports because I wanted to work because I wanted money. Yeah. And you know, some of that is because my parents couldn't afford it. Like, I think if I, I grew up, same parents, but, like, they were better off financially when I was younger, they would have just right. spoiled the shit out of me. I, I, I yeah. do, because I think my mom's a softie at heart, and she would have just given me everything I ever asked for. But because she couldn't, yeah. you know, it was part of the situation. Yeah. Like, she's like, get up there and fucking work, you know? But but even, job. I think that's where our parents did a great job, is for the most part, finances weren't really ever the struggles that we went through. But we still, if we wanted something, we had to work for it. Like, we yeah. never got given, any, like, around holidays we did. But, like, yeah. if I wanted, if I needed a new bat for baseball or a new glove, I better fucking work my ass off around the house. I better go, I better do everything that I'm asked for. Like, if my parents <sighs> asked me to do something, I better do it right away. Yeah. And, like, that taught me that, like, if I want something, I have to do, like, I have to earn yeah. it. I can't just, I'm not, I'm not going to be given, if I want to upgrade my computer, I'm not going to be gifted parts. I gotta earn it. I gotta make. I gotta work my job. I gotta make my money. And I gotta. Yeah, do I do it. think Jake brought it up earlier, though. I do think as a person that doesn't want children, like, and I'm like, I'm doing better for myself than than my parents. Well, my mom, my dad does pretty well for himself, but my mom is like, has kind of like stayed in like a lower you know financial bracket for her whole life, which I feel bad for her, but um, you know, because she she sacrificed college for kids. You know what I mean? Like she, yeah. she did a lot yeah. of things to take care of us, and like she could have been way better off. For, for me, that doesn't want kids. I'm like. If my brothers have kids, yeah, what do you I'm want? Gonna be, I'm just going to be, the I'm, be the, I'm that exactly. uncle. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Especially because, like, my brothers do okay, but they don't do, like, crazy anything financial like well, they're stuck in Iowa, too. So I'm just going to be like, I got Christmas, bro. <laughs> yeah. And it's funny that Jake mentions, like, he had to work for everything. Because that was me up until about high school. And then I started playing lacrosse. And I don't – I think it was just because it was so similar to rugby – my dad was like, fuck it, we're going to go buy you a new stick. And I'm like, I don't need a new stick. And he's like, you're getting a new stick. <laughs> yeah. My, well, also, let's be honest. Dad was making double the money when you were playing sports. When that, I was going to say that. Like, when, when the two, like the older brothers start disappearing and like don't need as much financial support, it's so yeah. much easier to support the younger. Yeah, one, yeah. When Logan started playing lacrosse, I was 24. Yeah, so you were in your apartment. I was, I was out of college. I had a job. Like, yeah. he wasn't spending the money on me anymore. Yeah. Yeah. So it was mostly no. just me that disappeared. Let's be honest here. Ethan still lives at home too. So it was mostly just me that was gone. But still, like yeah. when I when I needed stuff for sports <laughs> and I played a cheaper sport comparatively somehow to lacrosse, yeah. I had to work for everything that I wanted. If I wanted to play travel ball, I better be able to afford whatever the fees were because <laughs> I, I was paying for it. So. Yeah. Well, and then like my dad would be like every year he's like hey you need new pads i go no my pads are still good he goes okay we're gonna go over and play it again and buy you new pads and i would get new pads that i would never wear i have like four sets of fucking shoulder pads i've never put on <laughs> because i wear the same ones that have well i i've realistically i use the same ones for two years and then i use my like most recent one for two years but what i would do is i had kids on my team that weren't nearly as like wealthy that i'd be like fuck it here you go guess what yeah never I, told I, my dad yeah, yeah. I, ga I gave away shit too i gave away bats i gave away gloves like i i gave away four sticks i like i had sticks that i have I, would just... I have one of your sticks i've yeah. never played i've never played a minute lacrosse in my life outside outside of like gym class like i gave I, away i'd have been better at Log i'd have been better than logan if i played but i've never played <laughs> We want to play different note, positions, but anyways. We're out of time. Please rate your beers so we can close this one out. Jake, you can go first. Logan's just going to finish. <laughs> the the rum barrel finish definitely adds like a really unique feature to this beer that I don't get in a lot of others, which makes me want to rate it a little bit higher than I would normally give. I'm going to give this a 3.75. Okay. Logan? Logan's giving it a, a 5 out of 5, I think, with yeah. multiple... Fives? No, I could drink. I could drink like thirty of these. Uh, this yeah, was a, a Paloma cider. Sign me up. A Paloma apple cider. Grapefruit, anything. Sign me the fuck up. I'm in. Do you I've know got I love another about? one downstairs. I think I can drive it to your it. house. 
you know where I live. Do you know what I love about Untapped? Is when you go to like rate a beer on Untapped and like under the flavor profile, mm-hmm. I think yep. they just you know collect like the average terms that are used by people to describe the beer and they throw them all in there and they give you those as like the top five to pick from, right? But I feel like they do a pretty fucking good job sometimes of like really hitting like some I like think undescribables about some beer. For for some beers too, they pull from like whatever the brewery lists as the tasting notes or that could be too. Yeah. But like for if, example, if, I never would have thought of the word grainy to describe this, but now that I saw it on here, I'm like, yeah, yeah. right, that does taste yeah. grainy. That is what this tastes like. This is maybe like one of the weirdest beers I've ever had in my life. I feel like so many like things happened. I like smelled it out of the jar when I first went, and it like burned my nostrils. Like I had to pull back from it. It was fucking weird. And then it's like I don't know, man. It is a weird yeah. fucking beer. It's a 2.0 to me. It's like I'll never get this again in my life. I can tell you that much right now. But I also, watched- it's not disgusting. I watched you smell it initially, and I'm, I saw you go, and I was like... It burned. Oh. Yeah, I was like, okay, <laughs> that's concerning. It's but... fucking weird, man. No, I... It's weird. I you guys ever had this. a rice lager? I don't know if I have. Oh, I've had rice wine, right. and I can't say I've had a rice lager before. No. I've had, like, sake, which is, like... That's I a rice love wine. sake. Yeah. I sake love it. Rice. Yeah. Hot sake, baby. Would you do sake bombs for an episode? I fucking love sake. I'll, honestly, I'll fucking... Some, some hot sake... Love it. Carly asked me why I never get the flavored sakis. To to Kyle, but Jake, I will make you cocktails in these bottles <laughs> that you just have never had before. And for like your Halloween episode or whatever, you can use them. Because that is I'm literally in. the purpose I bought them. I'm is, in. Is I bought these so that I can put cocktails in them and then people will not have any fucking idea what they're drinking. Yeah, I still gotta get Malort out to Kyle Sketch. somehow. Yeah, we gotta get Malort. It's not Dude, for sale I had area. I my friend was like fuck it, I because I, I offered my friend who went to flight with me last night. I was like I'll buy drinks, and there was a Malort spritz. I it's delicious. First of all, second of all, fuck you for not inviting me. We're also super out of time, yeah. So we've rated oh. our beers. We can continue this conversation afterwards. Uh, thank you everybody for joining us. This is another episode of Two Average Husbands. You can follow us on Instagram or on Twitter at Two Average Husbands. Uh, and you can find us on Facebook as well. Again, as I say all the time, we're not really active there, so sorry about that. Facebook is boomers. Uh, it's not the the young man's game anymore. Uh, Instagram and Twitter is where it's at. Um, that being said, we are streaming everywhere now, so I won't continue to list them. You can find us all over the freaking place. That, uh, But I will highlight again that we are now live streaming on YouTube, Twitch, and on Twitter. So you can find us any of those places now and watch along with us live. Uh, and as Uncle Kyle told us tonight, that he seems like the chat works a little better on Discord than it has on YouTube in the past. So feel free Twitch, to hop in on there. Twitch. That's what I meant. Sorry, on Twitch. Um, you can hop in there and chat. Uh, YouTube's still fine, though. Or you can find us in the Discord or wherever you want to chat with us while we're doing the episode live. We're happy to respond, bring us topics, bring us things to talk about. Thanks for joining us. It's been another great episode. Jake, go ahead and close us out. And Logan, if you have any closing comments, you can throw them in, too. I yep. just Logan. hand hearts. <laughs> Logan, thank you so much for joining us. You're welcome on the podcast. Whenever you want to join us, you texted me asking and we got you on. So it's that easy to be on the podcast. If you are listening to us and you want to be on for an episode, just let me know. We will get you in the rotation, get you on here. Everybody who supports us on whatever platform you listen to us on, we've done nearly a thousand downloads of this podcast in the past 30 days, which is insane. It's something crazy to think about when you consider the fact that like the entire year of our podcast life. up to this, the <laughs> yeah. entire year of the podcast up to this point was about a thousand downloads. So we've really like doubled what we've been doing recently, which has been crazy. We love all the support. We love the interaction. We love hearing what you guys like, and we love having different conversations about the on the podcast about the podcast. If you want to hear us talk about something, let us know what it is. If you want to see us string something, let us know what it is. We are always open to suggestions. We are here to please the people. But that being said, thank you for tuning in. We will see you in the next episode. And as always, 